All right. So yeah, like basically this is going to be really informal. Uh, it's, yeah. it's really just, we had, we had such a blast doing this at guardian con and we have like every year we've done it. And it was one of those things where I was talking to green and then we started talking to Baxter and then kind of just everybody, we already have a group chat going for everyone who was on the panel. So we just started bringing more and more people in and it was like, why not just do it like at least once a quarter, you know, just on our own because it's the, especially the Q and a section was such a, I, I thought it was so much fun. I thought it was such a good excuse for us to, you know, first off, just get to sit down and chat with each other. Um, and yeah, and, and this, and this also gives us a chance to actually like pay attention to the, the Twitch chat, which I know, for the panel, it was it, we didn't have a chance. We didn't have a chance to review the Twitch chat, which is weird for us because when we do our podcast, that's like you know forty fifty percent of our interaction on the podcast is with the Twitch chat. So doing stuff without a Twitch chat scrolling is kind of weird for us. Um, but yeah, I mean that's that's really my intro. So the idea behind this one is going to be it's an informal conversation. Uh, if you're if you're tuning in to the archive. Uh, the idea is like, this isn't going to, we'll be streaming it probably through the focus fire chat, uh, channel for, for now, just because that's what I have all my stuff set up on. Um, but it's not going to be like any particular one. Uh, it's kind of what we started. The lore network was, was really to kind of give everyone who does lore work or, you know, content creation throughout, not just destiny, everything, uh, just a central place, a central hub to kind of come together. And that's really, this is, this is a culmination of kind of that idea. Uh, so it's just a really informal conversation. Now with destiny, we just happen to have this giant document that Baxter, uh, and Anon, and I think everyone else really kind of put together. I'm just using it because I, it was there and I will use it. Um, so we have a format already kind of in like, kind of already made so that we figured we'd just start with that but um real quick just to run round of introductions we have on the screen right now in chat we have bife i, I don't think bife needs too much of an introduction uh if you don't know who bife is i, I don't know what to tell you um <laughs> like i don't i don't know I, I, how did you how this is destiny lore so go find <laughs> my name's bife on YouTube, my fans, yeah. Awesome. Oh, okay. So the number one Lord channel that's like mm -hmm. half asleep right now <laughs> is Mylin. Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm at my weakest point. This is <laughs> you can make your move. <laughs> so there we have we have uh, uh, on the on the far side of the screen we have Bife and then we have Rhino who is the only scamless one right now. He's he's being hello, very. Hello. He's being very, mm -hmm. very sneaky. Uh, we have <laughs> Mylan Games, or Matt, as we will refer to him. And then uh, next to me, we have a non-pig, and Baxter, and Guardian. And I believe, okay, so Rhino, Anon, Baxter, and Guardian. You guys are all on loose cannon, correct? Yes. Yes. Okay, can you guys, can one of you, I don't know which one of you wants to do it. Do you want to give a rundown of what loose cannon, just for anyone who's... Paying, who's pinging in? It might not be over. Yeah, it should be a It <laughs> Should be a nod. Okay, a nod. Go. <laughs> I think you're muted. No, nope, you're muted. 
Thank you. <laughs> it shouldn't have been a non. An honor is a wrong choice. <laughs> loose cannon. Uh, let me. Loose cannon is the the best, absolutely best bicentennial lore uh, live show slash podcast. Uh, we are every other Sunday. Bicentennial, would, <laughs> which wouldn't have been this Sunday, but we decided let's all of us come here and hang out with with a bunch of friends and have like a big a big time. Uh, it is also very you know. Uh, I guess informal is a nice way to phrase it. <clears throat> we don't have a script. We just we, we just want we just wanted to be a group of friends that come and, and talk lore every every so often. So every other week, every other Sunday morning. And that's it. We we try to stay topical, uh, but we always get off topic. Yeah. Yeah. I, th- I think that when we were talking about making the show, we we kind of said it should be like a Sunday morning yeah. type. Yeah, uh Troy and Abbott in the morning. Yeah. Yeah. Because it was gonna be me and Baxter. That, that was my that was my <laughs> original vision for it. Yeah. <laughs> so okay, and then so basically I'm with Focus Fire Chat and also mm-hmm. I admin the Lore Network. So we're also a podcast. So we have we have Mylan and Bife who are from our YouTube. They are YouTube experts, like I Anytime I have a question about YouTube's logarithm, which changes every day, I ask Bife, and he gives me a really happy answer <laughs> about the logic there. Um, but and then uh, Rhino, Rhino also does uh, the Destiny Armory Defined. Rhino, yes. do you want to you want to run us through what that one is real quick, just to kind of give people an idea? Um, it started out as lore cards on Twitter through my own Twitter account. And it kind of expanded. I just ran out of space, basically, <laughs> when I was defining these things. Um, so I decided, well, why not start dumping them onto a website that I created called Destiny Army Defined? It's always evolving. It's it's always a work in progress. It'll probably never be full. But uh, every time I come up with a definition or I'm wondering what something is in Destiny, I define it, throw it up there. And a lot of times, uh, you'll be able to catch those on on thursday on twitter you'll see them they'll come out as lore cards so that's basically what that is it's just to help people understand you know when they look at an item and they see a word they don't know what that that means it just helps them figure it out awesome and then matt i completely skipped over destiny down under you guys you do a podcast as well and actually you guys had a pretty big announcement this week so um do you want to give us a rundown quick on what that yeah, was, yeah. just um, in case anyone didn't been, didn't hear it. It's been a busy, busy couple of weeks, actually. Um, yeah, we've been working with Bungie to get them out to PAX in Australia, Melbourne. Um, so I think it's the first time, like, official sort of presence. Um, they, they don't have a Bungie store or Bungie booth, but they're pretty much supporting the community. So it's with a panel where we're sort of co-hosting a panel with another podcast crew. Uh, and then we also got a community event as well. Um, we've got, uh, Eris Morn, uh, Moila coming out as well and, uh, and a dev. So lots of Aussies, very excited. You know, you guys have heard me complain about the trip to the U S many a times. <laughs> and it is, uh, uh, <laughs> it is so, uh, so, so- Matt's so I get forcing to see, them like, to experience. The US looks like, yeah, yeah. I get them to, to see what it's like coming back the other way. Um, but, you know, all jokes aside, it goes a long way with the community, like, um, to feel included. Uh, I, I know it's a silly thing, but 
geographically being isolated, it, it does, you know, it does make you feel isolated from the community. So it goes a really long way to see Bungie coming out this way. So it's we we've already sold um, all we've reached capacity for the um, <clears throat> the community event already. So That's we're going awesome. to have to ask. We're going to have to ask Bungie. <laughs> we're like. We we did it when within a half a day, so we're gonna go. Um, you got any bigger places? <laughs> and by the way, Australians like to drink fucking heaps of beers. So. <laughs> no. So yeah, yeah, really. Cool. Uh, and, and yeah, I mean that's that's really so that's where like that's kind of our formal introductions. We're all obviously you can tell uh, we've all been really communicating behind the scenes and Anon and you know we were talking about that a little bit before we started recording this is nothing that's really new for any of us as far as like the conversations this is actually something that all of us probably individually have wanted to kind of get together so and just have an excuse to chat for you know a couple hours um so with that Baxter you did such an amazing job with the Q&A keeping everyone on top of uh the topics i'm just going to turn it really kind of over to you do you want to just continue continue the q a session from uh guardian con or i guess g yeah is it what is it gaming community expo now yeah is yeah, that, is that the is that the official name for it it's always going to mm-hmm. be guardian con yeah gc it's nice in between i mean yeah i'm happy so like you know on the uh on the, the little <laughs> thing that we did I guess we got through like five. Five. We we got oh, through no, five. Ninety-seven to go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We got through. Got through five, <laughs> and didn't we add four more like, at the same time? Maybe. I mean, we we took some steps forward. There may have been some steps back, you know. But I mean, <laughs> we made progress. Progress was made. That's what's important. It's a, uh, it's a, it's a net positive, and that's what yeah, yeah. Yes. No, I don't know. Did we make a net positive? Or did we just add more <laughs> questions. Uh, it's hard. Okay, I'm I'm pretty sure we we that looking at the page, there's some that we crossed off. So how about no, we did we? Well, so the oh, funny he, thing well, is, is was... the one. Yeah, the man, one that, did we add? Did, yeah, where did where did uh, the ones? I don't know. The funny one is the the question that we have that you have next this vexed network gates we just got tweeted at yesterday about mm-hmm. this actual thing about the seventh chest. I don't know if you guys saw that joke. I just I just want to let you know no one can read that. Oh no, it can. What do you mean? Nah. No, on the stream, yeah, it's it's oh, yeah. yeah. This is so That's just true. record for the record. This is an old archive overlay that I had for note taking streams. Um. I didn't know how Discord was going to present the video stuff. And so, sorry, Guardian. We're, we're hiding you. <laughs> we're hiding you with the Node archives. It will be fixed for next time. I will fix the overlay next time. <laughs> but uh, the question that uh, Baxter, we had you had next is, do Vex network gates converge the same place or are they as individual as lands? Oh, there. there. All right, Rhino left. Oh. Bye. Oh. Um oh. I, every time, every time it's going to distract me that it does the snap thing. <laughs> um, yeah. But we just got tweeted at about the uh, the Garden of Salvation and a net- network gate going back to the Vault of Glass and giving us the seventh chest. <laughs> I mean, that so would I'd... be amazing. 
that would be... which is a super good advice, which totally... <laughs> it's from another timeline where Bahanin went back. Um, yeah, well, I mean, should we should we discuss that then? Do, do I mean, the... the uh, so this was Matthew Crowley submitted the, the question, do Vex network gates converge to the same place or are they as individual as lands? Could Saint-14... The 114th exo clone of Kiyoma Essi, Athion, and Osiris all bump into one another. Wasn't that uh, kind of the purpose? What was the what was it called? Uh, House of Wolves, uh, Venus. Mm-hmm. We were able to glitch into it. Remember that Guardian, the the the, t- the tall place that I compared to a train. The station? spire. Yeah. Yeah. Well, because uh, the, the vault the of glass, the citadel, the vault the, of yeah, glass no, itself, the Vex, well, behind yeah. the citadel. Yeah, the citadel mm. above. Right? Yeah, because it had a name that was basically saying like all these vex gates are coming to this point. Oh, that's right. There was like a terminal. It was like that's a, what it was. It was yeah, a terminal. Terminal. wasn't it the terminal? Terminal. It was like a terminal. No, it was actually called terminal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, I've always, I've always <clears throat> thought that they're all. I don't know what. Even if they're not all literally part of the same, like, you know, even if there are two gates that are kind of linked to each other, mm-hmm. I would have thought that they must end up in a, you know, by well, following... Wasn't that Vault of them. Glass? Vault of Glass was basically the confluence of them all, right? I mean, it was an Atheon. Atheon's like the gatekeeper. Well, the, the the train conductor, I guess, would be the best way of like His every single... confluence. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that. Yeah. I just pulled That's a map. Name. <laughs> yeah. Isn't but he like a confluence of stuff? <laughs> <laughs> um, Isn't the Vault of Glass like an infinite force in a way where it's not connected to the outside world, but it's its own like isolated pocket world? Mm-hmm. I th- but how, how do you guys consider. Do you say that the gates are one in the same for their time travel, or are the, is the Vex gate network like. It's separate thing within each sort of timeline, and then there's one that jumps between them all. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, are they going I mean, between time every time they go through a portal, or are they just transporting within that timeline? Well, because there's that, something else. Well, I go through beg- time every time I go through a doorway. Uh, What's listen, that? listen, uh, you well, can't, you on. can't, you can't step in the same river twice, okay? Um, <laughs> so real quick, so gates don't travel through time always. We have the hunter right. quest from Taken King oh. that started on Venus and took us through the giant gate into, wasn't that we into yeah. the Black Garden? Mm-hmm. Yes, Did for the through the, for gate? the shadow shot for the mm-hmm. night yeah. yeah, yeah, it goes in the Black Garden. Did we go through the gate? Yes. To get to the black yeah. yeah, yeah, because that's sure. where yeah. I think that's where Tevis was. Yeah, that's where he was yeah. dead. Because I mean, so there's go... a connection to the Black Garden from outside. So you go but, through but the gate, you... but because of the way that Destiny works, the loading scene is a ship. So <laughs> don't don't question. Don't, don't question. <laughs> oh, God. It was a hallucination. <laughs> You just felt much more comfortable seeing. <laughs> I, I, I have I have never noticed that before until you just said that. <laughs> <laughs> now you've ruined it. You're a magic out of it. It's gone. I'm <laughs> but I, I don't. Um, well, but as guardians, we've never traveled through time, right? I mean, vault of no. glass. Vault of glass, well, okay. technically. Yeah. yeah. 
technically in the Vogue, yeah. Time or just transport. Well, and that's that's the other thing is is it actually well, time travel or is it being simulated? Because that yeah, that's yeah. a vastly different thing too. Because even in the Infinite yeah, Forest, yeah. it's just simulations of probabilities. Yeah. Well, yeah, so I was going to say we went to the dark future, but that was a simulation of the dark right. future, wasn't it? Right. Mm-hmm. Where there was I'm no light. Not really sure that the Vex even can time travel. That's and that's and that's kind of my point is like, are they are they actually time traveling or are they just calculating probabilities? And then yeah. you know. Which begs the question, House of Wolves, though, too, because you have the whole thing with uh, oh, yeah. Skolas pulling. Yeah, no, Skolas definitely falling through time. Yeah. yeah, but that then I think also falls apart with regards to Vogue and Curse of Osiris, because even though only in Vogue is the places where you encounter the Precursor Vex and the right. Descendant Vex, they appear on Mercury outside yeah. of the Infinite Forest. So, so my my counter. Well, but my counter to that is, though, if it's not time travel, then the other thing that it could be is multi-dimensions. Because multi-dimensional travel does not equate into time travel. I mean, you can have dimensions that are in different places within a timeline, theoretically, and that's not time travel, but you are... Because that's the other thing is, like, there's the... um, uh, it's the, It's the entry from the ghost stories where the Guardian is stuck in the... Uh, Almighty and his ghost can't resurrect him, and no they mention the no rest for the weary. Yeah, and yeah. like he yeah. and uh, I think it's the future Warcult mentions. There's like, well, there's no timeline or there's no dimension in which you can mm-hmm. re- re- resurrect him from. And so, if you have yeah. a multi-dimensional model, which we've seen hinted at too, that could be mm-hmm. you know then you could see Skolas pulling wolves from other dimensions, not necessarily other times. And the Vex being simulation basis, it's not, again, it's because time travel, <clears throat> time travel is like such more problematic than multidimensional travel, which makes my head hurt even saying that. This is because, why I hate time travel. Yeah, no, I right. It's like the grandfather <laughs> paradox, right? It's like that, that's, mm-hmm. that's a huge problem. Whereas with yep. dimensional travel, it's still a problem, but it's not as big of a problem. Mm-hmm. If you would like, you, would you say which, you had um, time to explain? Yeah. Oh God. You want? You want to start? Let's talk about string theory and chaos theory because that's going to be a painful. (laughs) That's that's going to be about as fun as unraveling a ball of wool. Yeah. Yeah. It's honestly though, if you're you're talking time travel versus interdimensional, I think something else that potentially plays towards interdimensional is whether or not you believe what happened in the books of sorrow with regards to Crota, and like creating a hole that lets the vex through. Right, because if that's yeah. so, then maybe it is an interdimensional thing because the ascendant plane potentially gets better explained that way. Right, that and that's self yeah. is and that's more a whole to... other mess. But like, <laughs> yeah, it's worth thinking of. More to well, to um, support the interdimensional idea is that the future workhole was built from yeah. the remnants of the golden age where they they basically uh, reverse engineered like vex technology mm-hmm. and they were like oh we can see into other timelines now the viewing so it's like, platforms so clearly yeah. the vex are seeing other timelines yeah. and then on top of that when you go back to the vault of glass atheon is time's confluence but it doesn't really make sense that like time is just going through atheon it makes more sense that atheon is connected to all of the timelines like all the parallel timelines atheon mm-hmm. is is the pin between them so by destroying atheon that was the ultimate goal we 
we took out that pin that was holding the Vex on every timeline. Now maybe they can only uh, predict 10 instead of an infinite number, you know, right. like how, how, whatever value you've taken the strings off the loom. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I think, I think that I don't, to me, there's not really a question whether interdimensional travel or, in, or, or multiple dimensions exist. Even, you know, all of the, the information that we have, you know, I often think of the Exo Stranger card. Yeah. Um, or one of yeah. the Exo Stranger cards where, you know, uh, she talks about meeting the, the Guardian Mm-hmm. And how how it, there are hints that in this timeline, the the things that the Guardian does is slightly different. And right. then she also travels through time. You know, her 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 sequence of events is not the same as our sequence of events because she's mm-hmm. jumping through time to interact with the Guardian. So but I think I that there's thing. there's evidence that there's there is multiple dimensions and also time travel. Right, I, but I, I mean, I guess both exist. But I I guess my argument there is like, is it that she's experiencing a different, I mean, her experience, oh God, my brain hurts. Um, it's way too early in the morning for me to do this. Uh, <laughs> is because by jumping into different dimensions, you're going to experience, because there's multiple multiple theories on multidimensional creation, right? Um, mm-hmm. One of which is like every option you get that split splinters the reality into to take into account each each option. And so, like, right. in, in that each variable, right, into a different branch, yeah. right. And so, like, if that's the case, if we have a, if we have like a true multidimensional fracture going on, you know, the experience that she's recording, as far as chasms and bridges and all that, doesn't necessarily. I, I go back again. It doesn't mean that time travel is happening. It means that she's literally stepping from an existent, a plane of existence to another plane of existence in which the options chosen were not the same, which means that the, right. the, the, uh, outcome changed. Mm. It doesn't it was, but, now from her original one, which begs the question, what's the original, is there original mm-hmm. world? But it, again, I would just say, you know, pointing back that doesn't, that's not time travel. That is literally stepping sideways into. Yeah, I, I agree. But, but I also think that, the the fact that we encounter the exo stranger sequentially is an argument that actually it is time travel that you know that right. we have these we have these two um records of events one of mm-hmm. them is the record of the event that the guardian experiences and the other from this grimoire card is the 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 series of events that the exo stranger experiences and i, I would say the fact that I mean, you're totally right. It could, you know, if we didn't, if we only had the Exo Strangers series of events, then we might be able to say, okay, well, we don't know that there's anybody in that timeline that, that you know, she could be jumping through multiple different um, branches. Right. But I think the fact that we encounter her sequentially kind of implies to me that she is on our branch and she's moving backwards and forwards on our branch, you know? Now, I, I know that... As you say, every every individual decision creates a new branch. But there's there's something about the the single line that she's on that she's moving forwards and backwards between. Well, let's put it this oh. way. Let's put it this way. She's navigating you onto the line of events, or helping you navigate that timeline through those branches in order to, uh, you know, in order to and I find would... the one that works. 
Right. And I yeah. would also say, is it the is it the fact that she's actually time traveling or is it our experience that she is time traveling? Because she's as, definitely she's time, time traveling. Travel, because perception is not necessarily reality. That's what I mean. Yeah. That's what I mean. Is it's our is our perception. Now, I'm not saying from our perspective, yes, she is time traveling, but this is where relativism like starts making your brain really yeah. hurt when it comes yeah. to but like even even from her perspective, she's definitely time traveling though. That's that's what I mean. To, like the, yeah. The the card see, that Baxter yeah. is referencing is the Ghost Fragment, the Exo Stranger Two, and so each each entry is titled Record oh eight four Bridge ten point seven etc. And the, the numbers go up and down, mm-hmm. and so it first talks about seeing us on the moon, and then it's like mm-hmm. okay, I followed that all the way back as far as I can go, and that's to the point of our resurrection where she talks about. Uh, I follow the light as far back as I can go. Let the little one guide me through fallen as I puzzle out what the hive want in the bones of this yeah. broken cosmodrome. And then she says back to the temple again, but this time the little one knows I'm here. So she, she went. Yeah, no, no, no. Moon, yeah, yeah. cosmodrome, right, right. moon. She went back and forth. Like that's, that's definitely like my, my brain hurts time because time. the, the other explanation yeah, for I mean, not being time travel is infinite forest. Yeah. So what was the I've got a question? Pretty, <laughs> I've got a pretty solid. <laughs> I've got a pretty solid prophecy of the future. Oh no! And that is oh, we're no. gonna we're gonna cover a, a total of half a question in a two-hour <laughs> podcast. Right, right. I love your optimism. Thank. <laughs> thank, thank you for the vex. Who started time travel as the first goddamn question? <laughs> I mean, it, it, doesn't, it doesn't matter. It doesn't yeah. matter what we start with, honestly. There's always That's there's going to be there's That's going to be something. So we so cross, cross question, that one off and add five more. <laughs> the original question was: Do Vex network gates converge to the same place? Oh, so we didn't even they... have to talk about time travel. <laughs> no, 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 but I, the reason that we started, the reason that we started talking about time travel. Is because do gates only travel across space or do they also travel across time? Yes. Yes. And, actually, point. I think yes. that was me that put that up too. And I have to blame myself. Yes. It's okay. We blame you as well. I we spend half an hour on one question, come back, re ask it. It takes five seconds to answer it the second time. Yeah. <laughs> we, needed, we needed the foundation. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What is time? Let's. So um, what did we decide like, with regards oh, to the conflicts, <laughs> I was thinking oh. it was conflicts, but then I, I I wasn't confident enough to. Oh man, that's bright in here. I mean, it's. <laughs> I'm purely uh, assuming that Vex gates operate the same as Stargates from Stargate. Yes! So I'm just assuming they can do both. Just you yeah. have to. You have to. You, you have to hit the solar. Yeah, the solar flare variable. has yeah. to. Yeah, the solar flare has to happen exactly. for time travel. So they all connect, they all have coordinates, they all connect to each other if you can, and then you can mm-hmm. also do time travel if you do some crazy wonky stuff. There you go. So there's actually an uh, interesting line from the Pyra- yeah, the Pyramidian Strike from Ikora, um, which is basically that the Pyramidian has a bunch of different realities sort of layered on top of it, and that potentially maybe there are other Pyramidians on other worlds, and maybe they all connect to one central place. So if that's the case, maybe that gives us an idea. Pyramidian obviously being a far bigger structure than a Vexgate, but still potentially gives us this notion of the Vex have one central place that they all operate from. 
It's kind of the criticality, the hub, hmm. the very center of the mind. But, the gates are the trains, and the Permians are the train stations. Yeah. But by that same token, who knows, right? Like, mm -hmm. it's very, very unknown uh, whether any of that will actually stick and whether any of it actually holds up. Because, you know, even when the cards for Atheon is put out there, it's all blanket speculation. They say, we don't know damn. We don't know anything, right? Mm -hmm. So Remember that, that old Atheon uh, entry that was his final thoughts? That was cool. Yeah, that was a good mm -hmm, one. Mm -hmm. Wait, what? The the one with the uh, taken that? blights that were yeah. on Twilight Gap. Oh, uh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. Yeah, that was, that was just a cool one. I, I, it just made me think of that. Hmm. That one was kind of a, a funny one because it had like a, a play on words. It, it, it um, I, don't, I don't have it in front of me, but there was something really interesting about that one. I had to revisit that, but there was some, there was some <laughs> intentional verbiage used to kind of throw us down a rabbit hole. You don't say. <laughs> <laughs> the Vex being tongue twisty and confusing. Rabbit holes? Hmm. Rabbit. So I think, getting back to the question, <laughs> that, all, <laughs> that all of the gates do converge to the same place. Can. Well, yeah, yeah it can. Yeah. But it's like it's yeah. like you know all roads. I I don't know. I feel as Lead though. Yeah, I feel as though that this the Vex had to have started from somewhere, mm. and like they've obviously they've spread out so much at this point that that it is a network. It's not just a you know a road. But I do think that that you know, like if you follow the the road, I should have just let you finish. <laughs> Next question. Yes. <laughs> <sighs> Sorry, I don't. I don't have that. I couldn't. I couldn't find the thing again. So I don't that is know the sigh is. of a defeated man. <laughs> uh, He's literally about to wrap this question up, and Anon jumps in. And something. I'm gonna let you finish, but first. <laughs> yeah, that's about right. Okay. Shall we go to the next question? <laughs> what, what a, what a wonderful <laughs> idea! Right. In next another timeline/slash dimension, we've already done that 10,893 times. That's crazy. <laughs> it's so recent. Do you think we can so, time travel to that point? No. <laughs> no. Next question from ATG. Ever since the traveler woke up again, did it do anything? And how exactly did people learn things from the Traveler and usher into the Golden Age? Did it speak to them, or did they study it, or was it something else? So there's kind of two questions there. Um, like, I, I think um, first, the first question, which is quite straightforward, which is, since the Traveler woke up, did it do anything? And mm. I mean, there was the whole experience that we went through on IO, which was... Mm. Like it seemed to have yeah. been, like that. That was the, the at least according to Wakora, that that was the traveler communicating with us in its yeah. own way. It also woke up those um, really cool shark fin ships. <laughs> yes. Shark. Yeah. You, you know, I, I, 
I have a uh, a law script that I named Triangle Ships, and it triggers me every time <laughs> I try to find it. Because they're tetrahedrons. Because I try to type in triangles of two dimensions. <laughs> I try to type in like pyramid ships to search my Word documents, and I'm like, well, why is it not coming up? And it's because it's like <laughs> written as triangle ships. It's interesting. When you're frustrated, you sound a bit like Carlos. <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah, I, I hear it. <laughs> you need to go and uh, take a relax in the baths. Oh. Going Again. soldiers in their revelry, they won't mind. No. <laughs> <laughs> that makes me so world. uncomfortable to think about. But so the second half of that question, though, like, how did people learn in the golden age? I'm, I'm curious what you guys think, because like that, that's like a huge empty spot in like our yeah. knowledge. Yeah. Yeah. I, mm-hmm. I mean, it's very, even like the, I'm pretty sure it's the dialogue that's like, and lifespan, human lifespan tripled. You're like, but how? Was that was that just the medicine right. advancements that like we made? That's a horrible thing to happen. Or was it just you know, you know from the cover itself? And yeah, I'm, I don't know. I don't know of anything that talks about the other what, thing. The, the interaction thing. between the traveler and humanity. Well, here's here's just a random thought too. Is like humans, whenever we encounter something, we like taking it apart. I mean, just as a, a thought exercise, we don't know that the parts of the traveler that are exposed was because of damage done. Uh, yeah, it was. Yeah, wasn't it? Yeah, we, it's, I mean, I mean, it's assumed. Yeah. It's 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 a no, safe that's... assumption. But like the no, the parts where the, the girders. Well, that, the but like the gir- the girders that you can see on the underside. We don't know that that was because of anything. I mean, and if you look at the, if you look at historical humanity well, when they encounter something, piece broke off. right, right, right. But I mean, like historically, humanity <laughs> finds a, a new creature, and they're like, "Oh, what?" The very first thing they do is let's kill it and take it apart. It's like, <laughs> okay, that, I mean, I there's there's a scientific reason for like watching like, but I mean, like especially with like alien life. And stuff like that, I could totally see there being a situation where they're like, "Oh, hey, look, a giant ball. Let's see what's inside it." Was Was there anything with um with Jacob Hardy Law when they yeah. first made contact that had any sort of clues about so, communicating with so. the traveler? I believe it's Jacob Hardy Four that gives us any insight at all because yeah, because he is all, all on Mars. Actually, the mission on yeah mm. uh, Ares One. Whereas if you're actually looking, uh, yeah, it's Ghost Fragment Human 4. Um, yeah, it, it's got a few details about what he's now studying again. Talks about how he's 90 years old, talks about right, how you know, he's got a reasonably cognizant mind, etc. Because I think that's the confirmation, yeah. too, that we saw that it was very quick that human life was tripled because it was within Jacob's lifetime. And if you take that into consideration that he was probably already in, you know, the second half of his life when they went to the Mars trip, that's going to be a pretty, pretty quick turnaround for him to be able to then say, oh, yeah, I'm nine. I'm like, what was it like 90, 95? And he's like still able to calculate the slippery irreality of light and all that, all that fun stuff. Yeah. So there was a pretty quick turnaround. Yeah. Yeah. Like my life. assumption was always that it was kind of like a default evolution 
mm-hmm. where with the Traveler, we see what light does to a Guardian. So what if by default, when the Guardian was awake or the Traveler was awake, the light kind of spread out and everyone mm-hmm. who came in contact that just like their brain and physiology like evolved. Right. And, and if you caused all of that, but if you also the other the other thing, too, that you could see there is if light is equivalent and we kind of talked about this in one of the recent episodes we did. But if you look at light as like an a equivalent of like what's referred to as anima or like a life force, if you increase the presence of that life force, of course, you're going to have a, a longer lifespan. And if the traveler is actually like, you know, <clears throat> pulsating out pure light, which is the life force then human existence would then, you know, grow based off that. It's maybe just an unconscious effect of being around something that is the source of yeah. that that light. Like the other Yeah, yeah. An inverse of radiation, radiation. basically. Yeah, good yeah, radiation, like which is opposite. weird saying. It's like it's it's basically a beneficial Chernobyl. Um it's a Chernobyl. <laughs> Chernobyl. Okay, yeah, there you go. Um the Chernobyl. other thing the other thing too, oh, sorry, you know, sure, yes. Guardian, you were saying that the other thing that you could take into consideration is we might not have been the only ones experimenting. The traveler could have been experimenting on us. Yeah. Mm. I mean, because we did see, we know that the fallen also evolved to a certain point, right. so yeah. we know there's something going on. But I always just kind of assumed that it was more of like if you have like the positive radiation. Like mm-hmm. your synapses are allowed to grow more. They're allowed right, to connect. Yeah. Like your brain can evolve and understand a lot more. And when your brain, like when you can evolve mentally, you can see things differently yeah. and understand. It's like Einstein, like just his brain understood things differently. So if all of light then controls, like changes our brains and how it thinks <clears throat> that would explain how we evolved so much with technology mm-hmm. is we started seeing things differently and on top of that, seeing the traveler terraform and like create things and do its own thing on other planets also allows humans to study that and reverse engineer it to a certain extent. Right. Mm. It's like right. the would one you, note you, we yeah. get. Would you say that we also got like, sorry, Bife gone? No, it's all good. Just really quick notes. The one thing that Jacob Hardy says is, you know, I'm involved in a project to study the traveler's terraforming actions right now. So they are studying it. Yeah, oh yeah that's right yeah terraforming so stuff. I, I was just gonna say do you think we got extra elements when the traveler arrived the elements that didn't exist before that allowed certain materials to be made and certain technologies to be developed because i just started to right. think about the golden like age weapons of like would have they existed I, I before like something there because you know? when when the when the bray family and you know, they talk about Daito and they talk about the mm-hmm. histories of, of what was happening before as far as technological advancement. But we were, as humanity was propelled into this great awakening where we discovered all these different tools at our disposal. I think those those elemental um, things that we encounter were a very much a part of that awakening. Like you can't, you can only perceive what you can visually see, uh, but we were awakened. So we are now able to see a myriad of new things uh, around us and one of those many tools are in, in my mind uh the elements or the elemental aspects of the game yeah because i mean that's like when i know we were just talking about that in discord about the relic crystals and how that allowed mm-hmm. for ingrammatic development from the relic iron on mars mm-hmm. and i mean so some of that some of that quote-unquote terraforming could be the traveler introducing new elements into the planets well, 
and the I mean, ex- just getting on new planets, that'd be new right. elements. Right. Oh, yeah. 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 We've well, never been on Venus before. we've never been on Mars before. Now it's like, oh, we live here. This is this right. is it. This is our place. So it, it sounds like from from the comments that everybody made there, um, thinking about, you know, how did the traveler like how did people learn from the traveler? It sounds like we don't have this belief that the traveler actually spoke to people. You know, not I would well, agree that it wasn't in it, well. And if it if it did quote, I mean, again, speak, how, I mean, mm. I communicate because communication <laughs> can be so much more than just audible speech. Mm. Right. That, that's right. true. But, but let's that, like the war speak to us through song or, you know, just mm. different codes and whatnot. I mean, I think, mm. I think the traveler probably spoke to us in ways that weren't non maybe maybe non-verbal. dreams. Right, yeah. Of of a of a alpha of a of a alpha wolf. What of apple pie? Mm. Apple pie. Mm. <laughs> Mylan, how tired are you? Um, yes. Don't, don't stop me, a non right? <laughs> <laughs> alpha pie so i did a bit of research just just now and in the um the cutscene that happens before the homecoming mission in destiny 2 i just wanted i just wanted to clarify because i had a thought about this and and obviously it's like an it's like an animated cutscene so it's Mm -hmm. i don't know how much you should rely on it but Mm -hmm. the traveler when the darkness arrives the traveler is whole even when the even when the right. like the darkness even when the the attack is happening the the traveler is whole yeah. it's when it says um specifically what's the text that it says um but the traveler made a choice um it's sacrificed destroyed its agent enemy and brought life to the ghosts and that's the point where the the the, the image the, of the traveler yeah. changes and that, I mean, right? No, and that's. I think that's fair too, because that's the because uh, mm-hmm. they mentioned ghosts were created from the traveler, like you know, it, it gave itself mm-hmm. to create the ghost. Um, which I have a few other obvious questions there. It's like, did the? Tr- I mean, yeah, I'm not going to go down that rabbit hole. That's a very dangerous rabbit hole. Um, because again, you can create something from something else, and it doesn't. It doesn't mean that it created it it meant that we could take mm-hmm. pieces of it and create it for ourselves which begs mm-hmm. into question what are ghosts exactly which is a whole different well, tangent let me actually so ask with you the... that question though uh mylon do you want to say something oh, i was just gonna add this last little bit for the for the how the traveler might communicate the fact that we had a speaker and the speaker was except it sort of leans towards that there was some you know, like if the traveler wasn't speaking to people during the golden age, and then some dude came along and was, yeah, the traveler's speaking to me now. You know, that would seem like really odd. But if it was sort of communicating regularly somehow, and then someone's like, oh, now it only speaks to me. Do you know what I mean? It's right. almost sort of heading in that direction just by having a character that claims that there's communication but, there. But I think you could also argue did he, the opposite. Did he? Did the speaker claim that the traveler spoke to him? Or did the speaker claim 
<laughs> well, but the but the, what the speaker apparently says, he claims that he spoke for it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Which is a different thing. Like you could say, you know, I am an I am an advocate for the traveler. Like uh, that doesn't mean that the traveler has ever spoken to me. You can have a person. Yeah, so that might be the opposite of what I'm saying. Yeah, it might be more that it's never really communicated. And mm-hmm. <laughs> maybe so, not so much. I think not so much a speaker, more a listener. So yeah, what about yeah. for someone who's called a speaker, he doesn't speak much. Remember, <laughs> in the, uh, remember in the Hardy cards, they were when they were like actually like preparing to go see the traveler. There were already cults of the traveler, like on the Moonex, the were, Moonex like, cults. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, what if that's basically how? Because like the future war cult started as a, like a vex thing, and right. it just proceeded throughout the golden age and it probably or the dark age and it got a little twisted along the way what if that's the same thing with the speaker like a moon x cult priest is like the traveler speaks to me and it yeah. says blah 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 blah, and then it's like generation after generation because there are more than one speaker <clears throat> we've we've been told that by our ghost <clears throat> mm-hmm. yeah that's but true. they've just handed it down to our speaker, who's probably a little more like the traveler doesn't actually speak to me, but I, I have a good feeling about what's best for humanity mm. and I'm being entrusted with that. And that's just kind of where he stands. I mean, that's also where the speaker showed up as far as we know at the beginning <clears throat> of the dark age where the well, world the had of the ended. Age. Well, yeah. So, but it, he started like after the world collapsed yeah, right, and came back. So if some guy steps up and he's wearing a cool mask and go, Hey, like the traveler is speaking to me and everyone else is either dead or there's people coming back that are infused with light. Mm -hmm. Everyone's probably going to go, Oh, Hey, he can talk to you. Yeah. Let's follow you. Like that sounds amazing. Mm -hmm. Cause at that point you have risen. So it's like, what, what can't happen at that point? Mm -hmm. What would people say? Oh no, you can't talk to the traveler. But then again, like, Oh, there's this guy who can die a thousand times and (laughs) still come back. Mm -hmm. But uh, I I like how the decision point was, Oh, he's got a cool mask. Yeah. Let's listen to (laughs) Right. That's entirely my basis for. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, how else do you know who to listen to, Matt? I mean, have you seen any (laughs) revolution TV show? It's always the person with the cool outfit. (laughs) Matt's just like, "Ah." (laughs) kill me now. (laughs) But so, what I wanted to ask before, uh, what do you think the purpose of the ghosts actually were? Because it, so the traveler sacrificed itself to stop the darkness and the traveler real reawakening kind of reawoken right. at least the pyramid ships, whether that is directly the darkness, the darkness yeah. or not, it reawoke those things that were attacking us in that moment. And it seems kind of like the ghosts were almost the loophole where it's like mm-hmm. the traveler was like, if I'm sleeping, but my ghosts are doing stuff, <laughs> those things are going to be taken too. So it, it, it almost feels which, like to me that the ghosts begs, were supposed to be like the actual representations of the traveler. They were supposed to guide humanity into salvation or you know, so whatever the fun, the fun, the fun headache that that causes though, is like if the traveler was able to use ghosts to wake things up without waking the big bads up, how do we know that the big bads weren't doing the same thing? Right. How do we know they're on Dark Guardians? Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, or the equivalent of, yeah. Because, like, I'm like... played. (laughs) (laughs) And Ant's like, no! (laughs) The triangle ships did not know it. (laughs) 
I they mean, were like, oh, it's sleeping. All right. Everybody says, uh, yeah, everybody says in the law, there's this thing about like equating guardians to the hive because of similar abilities to resurrect perpetually That's... and a whole mm. bunch of other stuff. I sit there and I think if you look back at a whole bunch of the other stuff that's referenced both in Cade's journals and potentially the sort of predator creatures from that right. Athenaeum world, if you're, yeah, if you were to believe both the Drifter's own stories and Callus's Chronicon, yeah, maybe you're looking at something which is closer to a darkness predator there. I say that knowing that I really don't trust the Chronicon. <laughs> right. Well, but we also have the, drif the... the Drifter, at very least, I feel makes it more credible. You know? Right. But I and... still think you could put the Hive in the category of yeah. an offshoot of, of soldiers of the darkness through their connection with the Worm Gods as being in that side of the fence, I guess. Mm -hmm. And you also the have the Black, the Black Armory mentions a couple of the Predator creatures, too. That uh, you had like the I think it was the was it Henriette when they were inside the bunker and the thing that that unknown thing was trying to claw its way in and it couldn't it, it, they called out they're like it can it doesn't understand doors but it kept trying to like dig into the bunker <laughs> um, mm -hmm. and it smelled like I think what was it it smelled like uh, rotting rotting wet. earth or, or wet earth wet. yeah wet earth yeah what yeah. was that that media. I I don't know if it was a book, a movie, maybe someone here knows book, movie, TV show. I have no idea where there was basically like a, a cult of worshipers who were like, we're doing this for the big thing. And then the big thing comes up and they're like, we did all this for you. And the big thing's like, who the fuck are you? And it just like kills them. I mean, is there a I mean, particular one? Like, <laughs> well, that, that's that's kind of what the high feel. You every like, story. <laughs> Yeah, I was going to say it, that the entire Cthulhu mythos is all people who worship a, a certain group of people who worship this unimaginable, yeah, you force know, within the universe. Yeah, the force within the universe is so gargantuan, or I mean, that's so that's, ascended, or so above them, it just couldn't physically recognize them. That's or like Marvel. It's just on such a high level. That yeah, that's like Marvel and yeah. Galactus right there. It's like who who are you? Mm. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even know you. Yeah, Cthulhu. Yeah. Yay! <laughs> give us back the I mean, give us give us back the monitoring station you just took, please. I mean, forget about Cthulhu at that point. If you're going to truly cosmic oh, entities, yeah, intelligences that span it, you're thinking like Azathoth. Yeah, Azathoth, and yeah, mm -hmm. Rhino, um, Rhino. <laughs> it feels like yeah, a conversation yeah. we had. <laughs> yep. God, I'm trying to remember the other names of the old gods. We have, yeah, uh, we. Yeah. Rhino, Rhino sent me an awesome cheat sheet on that. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Yogg That's the one. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Those right, are the sorry. two that really come to mind. All the others, like Haster and um, Neolithotep, are a little bit too small in the mythos mm -hmm. into actual cosmic relevance. You know, like. That don't get me wrong, you know, the Lefetep is a is a big deal, but it it it's more single minded as opposed to being like, hey, I can I am like an entire part yeah. of the cosmos type thing, you know? Mm -hmm. Like, yeah. For those of you who don't know Old God's mythos, uh <laughs> yeah, read up on that stuff. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> Just don't read before you go to bed, because that's gonna be fun dreams. Uh, <laughs> you know what 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 is miraculous and really shows and highlights our connected humanity globally 
are the different interpretations of the many stories that are shared throughout culture. I think one of the most beautiful things about all of the different mythos, whether you believe in them or not, or however you take them to heart, are the many ways that shared stories have evolved and branched off in their own ways, depending on regionally where you, you experience that story. Yeah. Just in, it, in and of itself. So, I mean, when you even think about the many differences in Greek mythology versus, you know, other mythologies, and they all have a shared experience, but they have their own interpretations of it. Or well, side yeah. Of the story. I mean, that's like the Epic of Gilgamesh and uh, like the various uh, mirror forms of that particular epic or, you know, the Odyssey or, the you know, the flood, if you will. Every mythos right. has every every culture has an equivalent of that particular um, that mean, particular story, that creation myth, so if you will. On that note, cosmic egg creation myths. Right. Yeah. yeah. Everywhere. Yeah. But this potentially also links up with, does everybody remember Lumina? There mm -hmm. must be meaning in my roar. And how on the lore tab it states that eons ago, the traveler heard our roar from across the deepness of space. Right? I feel as though that might be one of those moments where if you link the two in this kind of tangential thing, you're able to sit there and briefly note like, hey, maybe the traveler was always in a way connected to us by our mm -hmm. own raw potential. Well, and that goes that goes back to the interconnectedness of light as a as a, right. a underlying right. life force, and you know, dare I say it, the the entire concept of the theory of intellectual design, right, is like we're you know, and this is kind of transcending into reality too, with the idea of theoretical or intellectual design, is like you know, was it that we created or was it were we created you know in that whole concept so is the traveler actually a cedar ship and you know mm -hmm. that whole thing there and and it that would explain then the connection of light because if the traveler is the source of light because they were the ones that seeded the galaxy then that would explain how the traveler is able to effectively increase the light without you know necessarily being some quasi so here, here was DFI. here was something, here was something that 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 pulls up in my mind. Uh, Bungie plants, you know, seeds of of different mythological uh, myth, uh, belief systems. All that stuff is in the lore uh, as a way for you to combine and compile and have an understanding as to what's going on within our universe as far as destiny is concerned. So with that preface, what I would like to say is that. Maybe it's akin to like what Bife pointed out, the cosmic egg, but we are um, we are very much in an incubative state. Mm -hmm. So we have to ascend to the higher realms in order to perceive them, just like the old ancient Vikings believed where the entire uh, system of, of existence was contained within a sphere within a sphere within a sphere within a sphere and in order to ascend you had to become a part of that next realm right so right right here here you are with the world tree and your environment is very much um your experience here on this one plane in order to ascend to the next plane you have to evolve and grow and a lot of other belief systems have this kind of inside 
their uh, fundamental architecture as far as the way that they craft and their and spread their belief. But so just taking that as kind of a clue or a hint as to the how and the where and the why guardians are able to ascend using the traveler. If you were to to recognize the traveler's light as <clears throat> an interconnected force that that flows throughout the entire universe not just the universe but on many different layered realms you are now able to see a pathway to another realm so we ascend we we grow stronger we become legendary right mm -hmm. we are growing we are we are learning new tricks along the way and as we do that uh new threats new enemies are finding us mm. because we're able to proceed yeah, yeah. Yeah, and we're still in a very ink everything. Yeah. Well, and that's, that goes very... back. Yeah. That goes back to the guardians make their own fate. Mm -hmm. And then that also makes sense. If you think about light beyond it's light beyond nemesis, right? Yeah. I, yeah. I, I remember. Yeah. You know, that even the name is kind of an implication of the idea of interconnectedness there. But uh, if that is how Pratya Samutpada works, that's awesome. It's similar into uh, uh, a certain point. A lot of the ancient Hindus believe that the cosmic egg is everything that you experience to a point is meant for you. It's very solip solipsistic, right? So mm -hmm. if you if you were to live your entire life and then die and come back as another being, let's just say, you know, let's just stop with the animals and let's just say you come back as a human and that everything that you experienced was a humanity uh, experience. In order for you to come back, you have to be uh, reincarnated as another human. Well, time is irrelevant. This is not a linear thing. You don't die today and then come back tomorrow in our timeline as an infant born the next day. You can come back as somebody born in 900 BC, or you can come back as somebody born in the 50s. And until you've lived every single life of every single human that's ever existed on the earth, only then, and you've had every single, every single experience, such as living as Hitler, such as living as, you know, Barack Obama, or, you know, whoever, living as Bife. You've lived every single life that has ever existed. Only then, and once that's happened, you're able to extend to Godhood. Because only then do you understand the interconnectedness of it all. Mm -hmm. Correct. The main thing I got from that is Bifes <laughs> on the same level as Hitler and Barack Obama. <laughs> Those are the three personalities. <laughs> That's a, somewhere on the triangle. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. You've got, I've, you've I've, got I've the just really been... bad, you've got the good, and you've got somewhere in the middle. <laughs> yeah. So I, I think the original i'm not going to repeat the original question because that would just what was the original question <laughs> i was going to say that would just throw <laughs> throw into stark focus how off topic we've gotten uh, <laughs> so the, the original question was ever since the traveler woke up again did it do anything and how did people communicate with <laughs> I think your answer is yes. <laughs> Again, the, the next fifty minutes of explanation. Revisit the question. Five second answer. Go. <laughs> what? So the next question yes. on the list is a very the answer is yes. 
the, the next question is very well okay the next question is law wise what is your favorite exotic and oh. we're gonna be here for oh. another five hours oh. <laughs> oh. well we can we can try and keep this one brief mm -hmm. i like your optimism exotic. i like your optimism i, I mean briefer i don't know i have one mm. okay sunshot Ooh. <laughs> sunshot is my favorite exotic because when you pair sunshot with sunbracers, it actually tells a really interesting story about mm -hmm. the sunbreaker. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. That's true. What's it called? Order of the yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. She's she's really bad at naming things. <laughs> <laughs> no, because so the sunbreakers. I'm a sunbreaker, so sun. <laughs> the sunbreakers don't exist within the city. They're, they're their own thing, but they don't want people to just like forget about them. So they they leave gifts for people to find, such as mm -hmm. the sun bracers. Which, comparing these two together, that's how you get it. And so they're like, these are the sun breakers. You know, the sun breakers. And it's like, that's a dumb name. I'm going to call them sun bracers. And it's like, no, but like, come find us. <laughs> and like, I love that. As, like, also, with hire. <laughs> yeah. Let's love that little story it has. No, come find us. What a, yeah. what a great way to cover up a boo-boo. Does anybody else have a... Um... Oh, did my camera freeze? I don't think you can go past Touch of Malice just for oh. how that rounded off the Books of Sorrow and mm. the completeness of that. Exhaust that was really and, good, yeah. I mean, super like, good I advice is pretty close. Answer. Super good advice from a lore perspective <laughs> is pretty close. No, like, yeah. no. Because I, it introduced the entire, like you have like what, super good advice, Darcy, what's the other one? the the sentient weapons basically that have the mm -hmm. the community of weapons that exchange information about their wielders they're like oh no right. we have we have opinions about you like, like you know, we we, we, we you judge you we judge. <laughs> and we see you using nothing yeah. but shotguns <laughs> by the way by the way i don't know if a lot of people realize this but inside uh the armory database there are many many weapons with ai constructs oh, yeah. within them well there's mm -hmm. the there's the what is it is it an uncommon rifle that's like you can use this as yes, a ship navigation like system if oh, you yeah, yeah you, you plug one. you plug the rifle into your jump ship and it's like yeah it can do uh -huh. the jump ship ai <laughs> and it's like wait hang on what like <laughs> meanwhile mida doesn't even just... have a functioning compass. yeah <laughs> <laughs> well i mean it functions. It just, it's just—it's we just we're not know. sure what it's. Pointing just, at. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> East. I thought you said Wees. <laughs> uh, I mean, what, what was the weapon? Of what it's pointing at. I don't know. <laughs> what was the weapon of D one that we had to use a black market coupon and give it to Zer in order to get it? Bad juju. That was yeah. 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 Where are my black market coupons? I need some more. <laughs> Dude, that's you know, whenever I'm shopping on the black market, stuff. I have my coupon. <laughs> I mean, I do like bad, bad juju actually. Uh, I just I, I actually have a number two though. Uh, oh, really? I, I mean, that wasn't part of the question, them. but fine. <laughs> two. Go. Well, I so tied together, and Matt reminded me of them. Uh, Raise lighter, 
Dark Drinker, and the other one, mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. they're the three aspects of Will Breaker. <laughs> the other one. The I other one. Called, what is the I other wish one? it was called the Bolt other one. Bolt Cost. Bolt Cost. Bolt is like, what? <laughs> and the other one. Sorry, dude. You lost me Control I'm Alt Delete Caster. It, it, <laughs> each of their each of their mechanics are an aspect of Oryx's original sword, Willbreaker, which I just mm-hmm. think is awesome. That like we take yeah. this shard and we get like a piece of Oryx's actual sword, like mm. physically and spiritually. Mm. Yeah. Ah oh, man, I'm really looking forward to to meeting Eris again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so is that the next question? No, I was just thinking about <laughs> like, just you know, the, the whole the whole quest around the the swords. You know, is kicked off. Uh, well, I think it's kicked off by Eris, but then it's mostly Shax yeah. after after. The yeah, because Shax is the one who actually understands how to create swords. Yeah. yeah. So, <sighs> well, Sha- I well, don't want to do an exotic. All right. I want to do a legendary. <laughs> well, it, it seems like everybody's ooh. just doing what they want, so it's fine. Go by it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, your oh, oh, Baxter, you're going to love me when I name what it is. Yeah. Oh, no. Perfect paradox. There you ooh. go. Because ah. we're back to the nonsense nice. of paradoxes ah. and causal yeah. loops and stuff. Yeah. Right? AKA the gym part. I mean, shotgun. I do. I, I, I actually I loved getting perfect paradox. I think it's. I don't know. I just think it's a great, it's mm. a great weapon. Well, okay. I, I mean, I don't really care about how it is as a weapon. I just love Saint Fourteen. The whole mm-hmm. everything about it is awesome. That whole uh, environment. Um, <laughs> this guy. <laughs> the two. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm gonna hang on. I'll be right back. <laughs> uh, it's so it's so good. The whole that that scene that they created um, for Saint Fourteen. I, it's kind of, I, I, when I first learned about Sid Fontaine, I was really keen on meeting this character, but like, it's so easy to be disappointed when you meet a, a character. Um, and I think as much as I Never still want to heroes. find a way. Hmm? Never meet your heroes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, as much as I still want that to be some sort of way that we, we do beat Saint 14, I think that whole environment was just awesome. It was a great experience. Mm-hmm. I still hold to the crazy idea, and this is why you're going to hate me for it, that we are mm-hmm. supposed to travel back in time, and we are supposed to hand the shotgun to him, and it is a causal loop, and it is just doesn't right. exist until you remake it. But only yeah, after I, you I, hit I 86 miles an hour. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I've that's... seen 88. I've seen some sparrows go way faster than that. <laughs> Have you seen a warlock skate? 88, 88 miles <laughs> an hour. Thank you, we can go. We can go fast. <laughs> I knew a warlock skated yeah. once, blacked out, woke up in this carriage. This guy said, you're finally awake. There was this guy who was just, like, gagged and he wasn't saying anything. And then we're in this town and I was getting executed. And then this dragon came along. And I was like, what the hell is going on? <laughs> this isn't the game I remember. <laughs> There, there is an exo that can taste speed. Yeah, oh, yeah. that is it true. Is. Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> like a strange kind of synesthesia. Okay, mm-hmm. okay, total, complete tangent. Do you reckon an exo that can taste speed as a kind of synesthesia is a humanism that's programmed as a part of, like, deferring DER? 
or is it a or glitch? Do you think it was a glitch? Or is it yeah. glitch? <laughs> like, right? <laughs> Which because I could see both. That would be so cool if that was actually a thing, right? Where they deliberately programmed "quote unquote" imperfections or oddities just hmm. to keep the DER from setting in. Yeah, right. Sure, I, I would. Like, I know, could see that. Always does this. He's still got that same quirk of a bit of a stutter or something, right? Like now, like, now I all like I have is yeah. Now all I have, to be honest, is uh, Ralph breaks the internet, and uh, <laughs> what's the little princess? Vanessa is it Vanessa? The Vanellope? Pr- Vanellope, the glitch. She has that oh, glitch. You even close. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Whatever. Uh, <laughs> Listen, it's a V name. I don't. Yeah. The good film. The glitch. <laughs> I love the. I love the green. Literally reacted exactly as I thought. <laughs> <laughs> no, oh no! Oh, God damn it! So, with that exo thought in mind, my favorite exotic is the monarch just because mm-hmm. the the flavor text mm-hmm. yeah. is just that moment of ada becoming an exo and kind of seeing the world new mm-hmm. and someone like rubbing her back like oh shoot you're a robot like you're not who i thought you were and just kind of that interesting moment i do that all the time it's so embarrassing <laughs> you must have robots <laughs> Much as I know, people weren't as hyped as they could have been regarding the storyline of Black Elf. That was my favorite story. That that particular passage and those like moments set around it, both from the Black Armory papers and from the Law Tab, it's just one of the most beautiful little moments Mm. that I think has ever been created in this world. Yeah. Who's the guy? Does anyone remember his name? I I can't. I can't pronounce it. It's like French. What the guy? The the writer. uh, Oh, the the writer uh, of. Um, um, I yeah, do not. Uh, I don't remember. G U I L L A U M E. Oh, Gee? Gee? At that Bungie? There's a lot more letters in there than. No, 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 no. Are you talking about? Are you talking about the the guy at Bungie? Yeah. yeah Gee yeah, Como? Yeah. yeah, yeah. He just goes by Gee. Yeah. Uh, okay. Well, then yeah, Gee, he's like absolutely mm-hmm. like people hate on. I just want to say because people hate on Black Armory much more than it. it deserves black army was such a like exactly what bife said it was such a beautiful story it was so personal and so like intimate and it was my favorite favorite of the small dlc stories like like uh dark below house of wolves any of the seasons curse of osiris war mind etc um so hats off to hats off to gee because that yeah was, that was so great i liked the uh the the amount of information that it also contained within the black yeah. Armory papers was actually really cool because it gave us a glimpse into like the the golden age the and the actual collapse, like it actually yeah, and the dark and it, age, like the beginning and, of it all, it was right? So much. And it but it but it was from a perspective of a non risen, right? It was like yeah. it was it was a normal human being being like, oh my god, what is going on? Yeah, yeah. and the only reason Black <laughs> Armory is not super popular is just because the challenge, right? Like yeah. the challenge rating the was mechanics. just too high, but like, yeah. 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 But like, other than that, like the gameplay, the whole story, everything I think is so beautiful. It's just the challenge level was too high for everything. But other than that, like everything is so beautiful about that expansion. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When uh, Luke said, "This is how Black Armory could have gone," and is oh, I was like, oh, "No, yeah, no, oh, yeah, fuck yeah. away from my Black Armory." <laughs> <laughs> oh, <damn. laughs> well, cool, I have okay. a weapon. I have All a right, weapon. Right. Okay. So it's not exotic, and it's not even legendary. It's not oh. even a weapon, actually. It's, wait, yeah. Okay, wait, wait. Before you say anything, B, 
BNPL stalker. You got it, how? <laughs> because I have oh one in my, my vault too, and I'm holding onto it forever because it is precious. How in the hell, bud? <laughs> that was a good one. Because I'm psychic, bud. Because okay, I, so here, the minute here, you said it's not even legendary, I was like, it's either hard yes. luck fifty or hard luck fifty-two yes. or it's BNGL stalker. Only two it's, rare weapons. It's stalker. Need. And here yeah. here's my reasoning for it, because when I first started playing Destiny D1. Uh, I was running around on Venus because I learned that if you farmed in a circle in one of the areas, you could get enough materials or whatever just to get, because we, we were all stuck, you know, in the thirties or whatever. Mm -hmm. And so I went out there by myself. I didn't have any friends or any, uh, any knowledge as far as the game goes. And we're I talking like week, week three. <laughs> and uh, I had just heard about Vault of Glass coming out and all this stuff. And, and I realized that there was actually a story to this game. And one of the things I was doing was I was running in a circle and I was cursing Bungie <laughs> as I was doing that farm. I was like, this is so stupid. I hate this game. Why do I have to run around in a circle finding all these materials just to get to the next level? And then I got a gun and it said stalker. But I saw BNG as if it was Bungie at first. Yo. And I thought, my God. Bungie is listening to me as I'm doing it and cursing their name. <laughs> that but was no, a brilliant but, random but, story. But in all seriousness... That was a brilliant random story. Yeah, yes. But in all seriousness, that was the weapon that expanded my mind to Destiny lore and got me interested in figuring out what the hell all of these things were in this game. So... Hats Ooh. off to Bungie for giving me a random rare. Mm. And it was very I, unique. It was the one. only one yeah. with the with the, the tiger, tiger on it. Mm. Yeah. yeah. That was completely unique. Like one person yeah. slipped that in and they're like, and this. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm I'm both glad and sad that it never made it to a legendary because BNGL Stalker is unique as a result. Mm -hmm. But mm. if it had made that way, oh man. You should come back to some exotic. Yeah. There's so scout, many right? weapons. So yeah. many commons and rares that they could just yeah. bring back in and nobody would even know and just think that they were new. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, I mean, I know, like, as in, in when I get a blue or a... Yeah, when, whenever I get a, a blue item, I kind of just... I don't even try it, you know? I'm just like... Uh, no, you it, delete it immediately. Yeah, it's mm. probably not good. What's funny is so, some of the best stories are in the blues. Sorry, go ahead. Yeah. No, no, no. I was just going to say, do we have time... For another question. Probably just... Ooh. Oh, that's a very good As question. long as it's not the one below <laughs> where you're highlighting right now. Well, you see, if we if we go, if we do this one... Yeah, let's that's do... That's not really... Uh, that's going to be a dangerous one. But we could mm -hmm. probably do vault. Are you talking vaults? Yeah, we could do vaults. But, I mean, it's it was kind of a joke question. I have right. a question. Yes. Oh, from no. the thing, from the thing. Well, oh man, okay, that's just another variable, anon. <laughs> I have a question. Oh no, it's from the form. Which, which, which? Can you highlight the? I very well no. can, but I won't. All right, cool. This is your risk. Do you want to just? Do you want to just ask it then? I just don't know. Flip the coin. All right, you guys ready for this one? Yeah. Okay, so this question comes it's this question uh 
<laughs> so those are the names there. It comes from cal- calibrations. Okay. Whether we wanted it or not, we've seen oh, the war with the cabal. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <dang it>. uh, <laughs> uh, I actually do. If, if, if you are looking for one, I actually do have one that would be. Uh, well, you see, you see the tab on the at the bottom that says chosen question. Yeah, yeah, I was there. Those are boring. All right. Those are okay. boring. <laughs> well, I mean, you got to vote just like everybody else. Yeah, and I picked two that I voted on. Did you vote for that one? Yeah. Whether we wanted it or not. Yeah, of course I did. Oh, my God. Why did you vote? Sonny, you should have chosen to use it wisely. <laughs> I think we all just died inside a little bit after that meme. I, but I, I do I, I do actually have a, what I think is an actually good one. It is highlighted if, if you want to confirm. The, yeah, okay. yeah. The just... petite Spartan one. Yeah. 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 Go for it. Yeah. Okay. So from Tyler, <laughs> has there been any instance of a child guardian? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. That yes. one. There has been. There absolutely has been. There, mm-hmm. His name His name is Shin. Yes. His name is very likely to be Shin. Extremely. I'm, I'm, I'm like it's like ninety five percent. Like very much ninety nine. Well, fair, fair. They deliberate. Like I think the whole point of it was when the commentary was actually given by the devs. I would want to say it's John Goff that said this. Yeah, yes, yeah, yeah. It was. He, it was. Mm-hmm. Which he says it's, he's it's the one meant who wrote to it. Provoke thought, but it's not supposed to deliberately confirm outright that that was shit. Because you know, like the parents die in the same way they're carried off by dregs, and well, but when we talked to him, because we we actually talked to him about that uh, on the because we had him on with uh, in game, it was it was actually not a Destiny podcast that we had him on, but it, it it's John, so we got to talking about Destiny, and mm-hmm. he can't he I mean he basically came out and was like, no, it is it's Shin, like all all oh. of the all the con- oh, confluence is is like he he's like. Yes, by technically you're correct. There's like the 1% chance that if something happens, they have the ability to change it, but the intent behind it was that to was Shin. That was that yeah. was Shin's like explanation of origin. The only I question can't find, I can't find the actual tweets where I was pestering him about it. Yeah, well. it, yeah. And, he yeah, said he the was same saying, thing. I, he was saying like, you know, it's really hard because you never know who wrote what. Like, you know I wrote the Dwindler's Ridge, but did I write baby sh- this baby guardian card, uh, Confessions of Hope? And then he goes, yes, I did. Okay. point you sit there and you're like, hmm. Yeah. Okay. I don't I want thought... it to be. I don't want it to be Shane. Why? Why? Uh... No, I I need it to be Shin. <laughs> what? Like what? Why? I need to close this loop. No, exactly. There are still people out there who are going. Jaren's ghost picked another guardian. That's just what can happen. And it's like, no, we oh can't. My God. Like, no, we can't. I mean, dude, it's what you're forced to do if you're sitting there with ambiguity. I well, here's in my last yeah. word video because you no, can't I agree. confirm it because right. you don't know. Right. Well, and the, yeah. the debate, the debate I, that it I always no, but we don't know. So, to speak. <laughs> so it's like you've, you've sadly got to keep the the insincerity with it there. What's the what's the problem? What's the problem with ghosts being able to pick other? Okay, that's I'm not not having. having like a fit over here. <laughs> Did I upset you? <laughs> Listen, I smell burnt toast. I, I don't... Yep, yep, yeah. I'm smelling almonds. 
<laughs> like, what is what is wrong with a ghost <laughs> being able to? If a guardian is is drained of their light, what is wrong with the ghost being able to pick another guardian? And that's the debate that we actually just had. On, I was going to bring that up too. Is like, so with the with the Shin, like standing, putting aside confessions of hope for a second with Shin. Mm-hmm. Are we are we comfortable in saying like one of the debates that we got into is is Jaren's ghost who is now with Shin is Jaren's ghost available to resurrect him if he were to die? I don't believe so. So are we are we, is the general thought that Shin just has not been defeated? He's still on. He, so he would be in the category of Eris, but he's just got a BFF that's a ghost. Mm-hmm. I'd imagine that his ghost would be or Jaren's ghost would be able to heal him if anything right. happens. Cause right. like, that's, that's like, I'm a doctor. Yeah. Healed. The resurrection. Just is, like real life. Or, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That, yeah. That's exactly how doctors work. <laughs> so glad. So glad we were there for that explanation. Baxter. <laughs> I went, I went to med school. I know. All yeah, I think like, it just look, needs it, to stay. I just, I think it needs to stay that ghosts are fundamentally tied to one particular person at any given moment, and in order to go on to another, they'd have to tie to that other. Yeah, I think that's fine. I don't, I don't have a a problem with the idea that under exceptional circumstances, where a bond between mm-hmm. a ghost and a guardian is broken by something else. Right. That a ghost couldn't then pick another guardian if the ghost survived that that break. <laughs> the sad right. reality is we don't know, right? We don't know. I, I mean, but but I just for, for for me, I I feel as though I don't know. I just have a clear idea of in my head. I've I've kind of I'm happy with my <laughs> understanding of how everything happened during the whole <laughs> Dwindler's Ridge saga and adding in this other element where actually you know shin i i don't know i i i just but so in the dwindler's red saga both dredge and yor and jaren ward identified shin as being something abnormal being something Mm -hmm. different not human Mm -hmm. you know not human is my word i don't want to i don't want to put ideas in people's head that is my word but they've identified that shin is not the norm the norm yes Mm. Yes, yeah. uh-huh, that's well, fine. But I don't thing. think that has to be that he is a, a guardian. Well, I think your shirt is dumb. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Got him. Thanks. <laughs> Got him. Um, well, I think your I shirt think is there. by the way, Baxter. It is, it is Thanks, actually a really nice shirt. Bye. You should show it off because it's hidden behind your mic. It looks like it says yeah. banana. It looks like it says banana. It's uh, it <laughs> banana and Eris and and Om. Uh, oh my! Oh yeah, I have I have a bone to pick with you on oh one of your height. shirts. You misspelled pancake. Yeah. <laughs> you put his name yeah, as Pahanin, and that's that's not correct. His name is Pancake. Yeah, I'll 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 fix that. Okay. All right. Cool. All right. <laughs> with tape. Yeah, yeah, with a piece of yeah, paper and a pen. <laughs> a sharpie. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Chat That's wants you to chat like chat wants you to put yeah. pay in oh, no. is what the name that it should be. Oh god. <laughs> oh no. 
<laughs> Baxter, <laughs> the audible pain of Baxter. No, 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 no. Okay. Well, anyway, I mean, it it's not. It doesn't really bother me that much if it turns out that that is Shane. Mm-hmm. I just, it's it's. That's good it, because it kind of is. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Okay. I don't think. Uh, I'm, I'm looking at. I'm looking at. Him. I just saw that. <laughs> I gotta fine. say though, I'm looking at Matt. I don't think he's actually awake. I no, I was about. To, I was about to say, is Matt? Is Matt falling asleep? <laughs> Sorry. He's, he's just painted <laughs> eyeballs onto his yeah. closed eyelids. Genius. Mm, yeah. <laughs> I'm here. <laughs> I'm here. <laughs> I think we did it. Yeah. I think we survived. Okay. That's it. This is the tweet. The tweet. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the tweet from John. Uh, no. Oh, I see. What? No. <laughs> <laughs> what? what tweet? Never mind. Okay. <laughs> what we chat, so chat, we're chat not in is, Alabama. Chat we is never, equating Baxter's argue. Baxter's acceptance of Shin's childhood as also. I don't mind if the Earth doesn't turn out to be flat. <laughs> <laughs> it's not the same. Apple. I don't know, man. <laughs> chat said it. Ah. Uh. <laughs> uh. I'm, hey, pretty so sure we got I'm pretty sure that everything that chat says is absolutely it's, it's true. It's absolutely true. Absolutely true. I thought I thought like, I thought we were I mean, on the same just... side here. <laughs> look, look, at, look at that. Uh, <laughs> everything chat says. <laughs> to this point. After this point, who knows? <laughs> to this point, everything said in chat is absolutely true. Oh man. I'm going to so, just scroll back and find some things. That oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Bye, deep research, deep research. Where's it going? <laughs> so we got, we got, we got through. This Twitch chat here. <laughs> we, got, <laughs> we got through three questions and we added, what, 10? Yeah. Not bad. Wow. A few. Yeah. A few. Yeah. So, I mean, we just really started answering our own questions. I actually found another question. This one's from oh, John no. Should we ask? Oh, one? yeah, that one. Oh. Hang on, let me... <laughs> Let's just get him in the call really fast. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. That's a good one. Oh, I was I was completely kidding, but okay. <laughs> is it the I one I have so... highlighted here? Well, I mean, it's hard to know. You see, nobody else is logged into Google. So <laughs> you, you appear as a dinosaur. Thing. <laughs> That's a turtle. Well, he just leaves. Baxter just like camera just goes. Bloop. I've had enough. Mm-hmm. That's it. <laughs> there's, there's one person who's a panda, one person who's a turtle, and one person who's a dinosaur. And the dinosaur person is the only one who's not on the chosen questions tab. I only have you, the panda, and the turtle. Oh, because you're I'm the, the dinosaur. <laughs> Mylan Mylan is having the weirdest fever dream right now. It's like they're arguing about pandas and turtles. 
Uh, <laughs> wake up tomorrow, bro. Like, I was on a podcast where we were talking about a Google. You know, I take offense to the fact that they 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 attribute my anonymous to other animals. Like, I've already established it. Yeah. Um. So th- this one, the one that I'm highlighting, the dinosaur. Mm-hmm. For Jonathan Toe, this was just meant to. Mm. piss you off but okay when will we see <laughs> destiny and other media namely novels which comes to mind since i love the halo novels there is so much lore and backstory that can be explored that's a good question i don't know hey matt can i you hope get behind you personally. matt is there isn't there a isn't there something behind you that you might have been part of in another medium yeah i mean i i i asked um that question when the anthologies were pitched to me um with christopher barrett basically mm-hmm. uh, i was like because i didn't know what they meant yet i was like oh you mean like halo novels I was like no we mean like the stuff we've already written so there was definitely no plan at that stage to um to have novels i don't know if that could have changed i i don't i think the way they're going with the books you basically have yeah, books in the game anyway. I don't really see a need to create another. You know, well they have uh, the web comics novels, too. and the web comics. And yeah. now that they're printing them hard copy, I, I don't. You know, there was an issue before where they weren't organized, and so they were difficult to collate into books. And that's why they asked me to to help out yeah. with. It. Once once you get through the D one content, you're you you've basically got books to print. Right, and the work's already done. So, I would love um, to see like just actual physical books of the books, like in, like get a Maricena book or a Maricena book, a Dream mm-hmm. City book, a Drifter's Gambit book, a Most Loyal book, and like I will buy all of these. I don't care. Like a shelf of Destiny books. Oh, that just, yeah, well, I mean that that was I actually don't know what the decision was in that, but that was with the help that I was giving them, we started to get to that point now. Where okay, uh, do you just print books now or do we mix some? Like there are certain ones that don't fit like ghost stories. Mm -hmm. So, you know, like if you start a trend of just printing the book, what do you do with just ghost stories where sometimes they might be really relevant to put them in other sections? And you're like, Mm -hmm. well, that would would be way better for the lay audience to elsewhere. But if you start a trend with printing just... Yeah, I the mean, like in their sort of totality, then, or then maybe Ghost Stories goes in a, in a separate volume with the other smaller books. Marasina gets its own book and go from there. Right, because I mean, wasn't like, there a, a post about like talking about doing more stuff like that? Like, I thought there was a post about doing more like comics and things and like spreading out and trying other mediums for Destiny, like three months ago. Well, I mean, that's what they did with uh, the second half of Cade Six and the third, mm-hmm. the third comic mm-hmm. of Osiris. Like, mm-hmm. there are two comics that are only available in the comic collection, and it seems like they might be doing away with the web comic system. They might be just, they might make like a fifteen comic book of individual stories and then push that out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I didn't think they. They really understood how successful it was probably going to be with the hard print or how much demand there was going to be, mm-hmm. to be honest. And I think that really um, has encouraged them to, yeah. to look at that area more. So I wouldn't be surprised if there's more in that area mm-hmm. because I th- 
the amount of support the anthology got was like they're like, you know, they sold out, which means they didn't order enough, which means you exceeded expectations. <laughs> well, I mean, people so. have been printing their own like lore books and their own like grimoire oh, yeah. novels. Like people have posted all their own stuff, yeah, and printed like, stuff. I mean, I have, guys, yeah. I've got like a like grimoire yeah. on my shelf or two here or there. So like, I mean, I right right there on my video feed, you can see that we've been given like just basic uh print copies of the of the entries and i've put them into my own binders because it's like it's just easier for physical editions yeah i know that one like me too like see i got it right here it's it's everything yeah it's all in there man yep like i literally have my own like printed grimoire novel that i've done and a lot of other people have done their own so i mean it's definitely people i have once one sec oh here we go well since we're just you know measuring i got these <laughs> but i mean people have been craving physical versions of destiny forever. oh yeah even like the grimoire that's yeah. digital like you can find all of it online like people still want a physical yeah, there's this really cool website that, that does that. that there's this website yeah. that does that What's it called? I don't think <laughs> there he is. <laughs> Baxter, Baxter's like not paying attention. Oh yeah, yeah. So long story short, uh, I have the one. I have your one actually. Oh, um, the. But I can't find it. Yours got into one. <laughs> but I can't find it. How am I? Somewhere. Oh, what Whoa! What the f- fuck? <laughs> what? Guardian, you gave one to Bife. You didn't give one to me. I uh, don't remember. <laughs> it's a long story short. I inv- <laughs> that was so long ago. I don't know. It's a long years, man. I we've think been um, we've been what? friends for years, and this is mm-hmm. this is where it gets. I'm me. not sure that's mine. I think there is a couple. I think there was someone else who printed it. I don't know if it's mine exactly. Oh, yeah, no, you no, might. I think you. I think you. you. But it was printed by someone else. Yeah. 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 It might. Yeah. Because I, I got legal, the email. <laughs> the whole legal thing about like yeah. you can't actually print these without Bungie permission. Yeah, like I actually had like do you just like message me and like hey, so here's the deal with that. I'm <laughs> Don't like, do okay, that. Good to know. <laughs> Don't do that anymore. <laughs> thanks. Okay, thanks. Bye. I think one of the coolest things with the anthology though was the artwork that yeah. they put in. Yeah, oh, and the um, little the little four words for each yes, section. and oh, the letter know. the letter from Callum. Yeah, like the 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 letters that were introducing the different. Um, sections i thought were sections, those were yeah. unique yeah, too the, the the four words for each section. yeah the four <laughs> words for each section yeah yeah i'm gonna let you finish so, yeah, but I hang think, on um, i also love those little volume. paragraphs that they put in front of uh each section that yeah really cool. i'm gonna let you finish but we're gonna <laughs> volume volume two i think uh they said october should should have should have more um more artwork apparently so we had we had a bit of a limit on Sweet. how much should yeah. be in volume one. Um, yeah, same... they, they definitely didn't. Yeah, I, you know, um, I, I, I'm not too sure if the same artist, but mm. you know, volume one was pretty much a, a testing the waters. Um, and volume two, you know, we submitted ages ago, so they had pretty much everything ready, and it was just like you can work on artwork for like a year, basically. To, to Man, before I'm so it went excited. to publication, so. Um, yeah, I'm, I I haven't seen any of the artwork yet, so it should be cool. As soon as I saw that you were working on that, Mylan, I got so excited and I just like freaked out, like, "Oh my gosh, it's happening!" Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was definitely freaked out. That's for but sure. But I think that's a <laughs> oh, the, 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 the people want it. 
yeah. Oh man. So you want to you want to wrap up and say this was a success? Yeah, that sounds good. Yeah. I hear someone's making this breakfast. A, this was a success. That's my girlfriend. Oh. Lunch. Ah. lunch. Okay. <laughs> well, I think this was a great success. Should I think we'll I think it, we'll do another this one. This very much felt like uh like loose cannon just with more yeah. people. So it was super fun. <laughs> Which is great. This is an absolute success. Yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, but I mean to be fair, what is coming here? Yeah, to be fair, that's exactly kind of what, you know, even like and I think again, this is kind of what our conversations behind the scenes with each other are also a lot like too is like just the mm-hmm. the casualness of of just bringing it all together and yeah pins mm-hmm. is throwing links up over in uh chat for everyone to make sure but um again we'll we'll be uh getting the archive out to everybody who is on here to distribute to you know to their youtube's bife mylan uh loose cannon uh, i know our uh, rhino had to take off i don't rhino doesn't have a youtube for the armory defined i don't think i, don't I know he has a twitter has so. okay he has so his, his etsy store where i got those knives at his yeah you. oh yeah yeah mm, well so we'll yeah. be sure to include links to everybody's like at least at love ruins twitter handle so you can find their their various links there as well so oh, um, there i am i'm right behind baxter i was i was a little hurt <laughs> my name. <laughs> it's a solid wall of text over there in yeah. the chat right now um, i was looking but so yeah, I, I mean that's pretty much that's pretty much what we're going to be doing. We're like I said, we're going to try to do it. I think every every quarter. So that's where the the name, the quarterly lore review, uh, so kind of comes from. This, so moving forward, though, are we going to continue with what we were kind of talking about, where it's going to be re- actually reviewing the yeah. previous quarter? It's I think. I think. Yeah, chaotic. it's going to be a, a little <laughs> less chaotic because, like, it was it was funny when we were talking about like this one in particular. I know everyone was like Shadow Keep, and then and then thankfully Bungie did a really nice thing and pushed it back, so I didn't have to have that debate anymore. Because mm-hmm. it was like, because Shadowkeep was coming out in September, and it was like, I know Bife and Mylan were like, yeah, schedules are dead. Like, mm-hmm. schedules after think, this. Do you think that Anthology 2 is going to get pushed as well? Because it was originally supposed to ship in October, but now if D2 is in October, is Anthology 2 pushed? No. The Volume <laughs> 2. Sorry, my, my internet broke up. I mean, is volume well? If if volume one had a lot to do with the hive, volume two, it's if volume two is about the vex. No, volume two is oh, fallen I, kingdoms. I, oh right, I, I know the well. Unless it's been changed because it has been a while, but the contents of volume two won't spoil. Shadow okay, Keep. so then it shouldn't have to be delayed. Okay, awesome. Unless, well, the the only um, yeah, they did call course. it Fallen Kingdom. Oh right. my God! Wait, it's Fallen. I mean, that's what I assumed it was. It said Fallen Kingdoms. I love oh Mylan's Mylan's face. <laughs> well, it's it's. No, I can't say anymore. You, <laughs> just wait. <laughs> Sorry, I just. Um, no, um, the the what I was gonna say. The I'm only not trying thing, to like wheedle anything out of you. That that the, that'd be. It's like you got roofied or something, man. <laughs> we got him now. Got him <laughs> the um, the only thing that could impact it would be those those um those four words or the little previews at the beginning of chapters because I I. I 
don't have any control over them. That's what narrative oh, yeah, rights is b- before they publish. So, um, but I don't think that would contain too much either. Those are the those are the best parts. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just really. <laughs> So this is how we get answers from Matt going forward is just schedule everything so it's <laughs> like at times I think he's trying to weaken me. And that's why it's so very sadly inconvenient that it's a time. You know what's gonna happen? This is what's gonna happen, right? Next time I'm we're gonna do a midday Australia and all you guys will all, all be fucking <laughs> 2am, 1am, and everyone can be inconvenienced by my time zone. <laughs> and I'll be the only awake person. Just move. Just move. <laughs> yeah. Just, just... Wow. That easy. Oh, so yeah, yeah. We'll be we'll be doing these uh pretty I'm gonna try we're gonna try to get a schedule for it to be pretty regular. Um uh, so we'll be doing that, and then, like I said, we'll be archiving these for everyone. However, however best you normally consume content, that'll be out there. Um, the LoreNetwork.com will be where, like the the main part of the article. I'll put up together one similar to what we did with the Q and A and the Lore panel. I'm gonna probably put a post up there, have everyone else's links on there, just because that way everyone can go wherever they like and you know see all of it. But um, yeah, we'll let Matt go get some sleep. I know everyone else probably has other stuff to do for the rest of the day. You good, Matt? Oh. Okay, cool. Uh, <laughs> so, <laughs> no, 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 no. That's as good as we're going to get from Matt. So, like, but yeah. Matt. I'm you know, sorry. No, no. No, like, it does suck to be... Yeah, because I think no, yeah, no, norm, normally, normally I would be. It wouldn't matter too much at this time. It's not. It's not terribly late, but it's been a absolutely um, well, jam packed weekend. I was about to so. say, yeah, you had a big weekend too. So, yeah, all right, yeah, guys, you guys know that Rhino made a micro mini. Yes, I did see that. I just saw that. He, yeah, he just painted it. It looks amazing. Yeah, the, I, want, I want one. It looks like it's about this big. Yeah. <laughs> For audio listeners, it's about this big. <laughs> so you're so it's really a micro, micro, mini, mini. <laughs> oh man! All right, so stream and next time, I promise I'll have an overlay that doesn't uh, decide to hide a particular guest <laughs> of ours. <laughs> like, yeah. Um, though I don't, I don't. Uh, anyways, so yeah, next time we'll do better. Is the is the goal? Is always always do better the next time. So. We appreciate everyone coming out and uh, jumping on the stream. Thank you, everyone who was joining us. Uh, we'll try to get, you know, we might even get some rotation on who is available, you know, based off the conversation. But they're all telling me to get off. So stream, you have a great one, and we'll see you. See you later. Bye. See ya. Bye. Bye. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye.